Are you fucking kidding me? And Devin hates me right now. It had a pop-up in my defense. I feel like Dave Pelé right now. I'm literally calling him. I'm going to text him after this. No, I'm like calling him right now. I'm so embarrassed right now. This is our intro. He didn't answer. He's probably recording Dave and Jeff since they were a day and a half late. Oh, my God. I said I'm this so would mad never at you. happen. I we, said this would never. I'm glad because we can delete. We've been all talking that. for 15 minutes, Erica. <laughs> and you know this what's is even a great worse? intro, by the way. You, so you this is unnecessary. Worse? Why? No, it's not. I can't You're not press even the record button. I'm recording right now. Oh my god. We've been live for a minute, <laughs> and this is all going in. I don't edit. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. This is awesome. So you. <laughs> I, I looked in the corner wait, and I wait, didn't wait. see a timer and I was very confused and I just went along with it. I would like to say hello. I'm Dave Palais and this is a necessary way. What's even worse is um, I'm pretty sure that was the best 15 minutes our podcast has we ever had. had a really good, we had a really good 15 minutes. Holy I mean, a lot shit. of it was a lot of it was awful, but like I don't know how we redo half that. Of it was good. I don't know how we redo that either. We're not going to redo that. Yes, we are. Um, so anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. You're just mad because, uh, yeah, anyways. So I started watching this show called Fire Country last night when it was on. Um, yeah, dude. Fuck that. I can't even. You you ruined this for me. Good job. I did. Don't. We're not going to uh, do the same story again. I know. Anyways, I love Fire Country and it's really cheesy, um, but I love it because I think Max Stereo is hot as fuck, um, and so is the girl that he's trying to pick up in the show. But, but, like, but one of my friends, you're dedicated to The Bachelor now. That's one, I do. I do love the first five episodes of The Bachelor every season. I can't watch The Bachelorette. Um, I, I can't watch The Bachelorette because it's like, as a male, it's so cringy watching 30 really solid looking dudes. I'm not going to say good looking because some of them are really bad. Um, three real or 30 really solid looking dudes. And with solid careers for most of them, go after one chick and then start crying on episode two because they're not getting all of the attention. <laughs> Like, dude, fuck off. But, like, last night, la- or uh, last week, this girl, like, thought she was hot shit. And, and, like, so he makes out with this girl who he, who had, like, a great conversation with, with, and she thought he was the coolest thing in the world. So they're making out, and it was hot and heavy and blah, blah, blah. And all the girls are watching because, you know, it's all a setup for drama. And this girl freaks out. And so she tries, and for the next hour, tries to, like, force making out with him, and he hates it and sends her home before the first rose ceremony. I was like, dude, you got to be crazy as shit to get sent home by a show that does drama for ratings before the first elimination round. I don't know. The only thing I know about that show is that my friend Lauren has dated like three dudes on it and she made me watch it with her at a bar and when one of her ex-boyfriends got eliminated, she started yelling in the middle of the bar, yeah, 
That's right. You suck. And that's that's all I know. Just tell her I said what's up. Goes in Florida now. Sorry. I could go to Florida. I'm sure you could. Florida's nice this time of year. She's, she's way too hot. She's way too hot for you, and she spells her name normally. So. Oh, not with a Y. No, not with a Y. You see, the thing is, is like, and this kind of leads into our story a little bit, uh, or my story. You know, we're the podcast where I just talk, and then you put it up on the on the internet and whatever nobody pays for it so uh no but i was bitching and complaining about flights to spring training for a weekend like what 30 minutes ago so you think i'm gonna fly to florida for a girl no thanks and especially one who's already in a relationship that doesn't mean shit it's 2023 um anyways that's probably the douchiest thing i'm gonna say on this podcast because this podcast uh is gonna be really real from me and uh probably one of the things that actually fucked me up a little bit so are you ready i'm ready for your story um my story okay so if you guys follow me on twitter for any amount of time you last fall and uh winter you guys saw me tweet about my spokane crush um i'm not sure if i want to use her name but it'll probably slip at some point um she spells her name normally there is no why there uh, is how... no why but there's a lot of con- a lot of vowels in there okay so her name's brie um <laughs> just threw it away <laughs> I'm going to slip up at some point and everybody's going to be like, what? Uh, who's that? No, so her name's Bree. Um, basically, uh, one of my Sunday League teammates, gosh, probably four years ago, um, he uh, he bartends at this bar called Underdogs and she had just gotten hired. Um, and then another one of my teammates and, and friends at the time uh, was trying to get with her and blah, blah, blah. So... Um, I'd always thought she was off limits right away. Um, and in context, she like real talk right now, she's probably one of the most physically beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. Like no, no exaggeration. Um, I, I like, that's part of why I never tried either. So number one, she was off limits cause she was talking to one of my buddies. Like I said, three, four years ago, Number two, um, I just never thought I could, honestly. And so uh, she bartended. This bar was my favorite bar. I lived right next door for two or three years. Um, my Right next door to my office, too. Um, and I, I love their burgers. Honestly, like their bacon burgers are so good. Uh, I, I would go and have, have a beer, a bacon burger at lunch whatever it it just became like my bar and my restaurant for a little bit um and so we became friends we got close and uh she started dating this guy and i was like okay cool whatever and i wake up one morning and i'm deleted off of her snapchat you know where it goes just like it shows pending in the chat and then it there 
their uh, subscription is like it's a subscription, not as friends. So she starts dating this guy. He tells her to like get rid of me, which is kind of weird because I'd never met him. Um, and one day I'm sitting in the bar on a Sunday and he walks in and he sits next to me and we're talking and we're talking about fantasy football, watching football. We get drunk together, have a good old time. I thought we were cool. So I keep going to the bar, uh, fast forward about a year and they break up. When they break up, she immediately adds me back on everything and starts talking to me every day. And I was like, oh, okay, what's up? Like, I I had never crossed a line. I had never um, pushed anything. I had never been anything more than just a good friend to her. Um, and I think that that was really important to the story. So after a little bit, I was like, hey, do you want to go grab a drink after work? And she was like, yeah, totally, let's go. So we go to this place called Storm and Normans, and uh, we get drunk. It wasn't great, meaning like like the talking and whatnot. And then she uh, was going on a road trip the next day. So she comes to my shop, and I check her tires, check her fluids, blah, blah, blah. She takes off, leaves, has a good road trip with her girls. She comes back, asks me to go grab drinks with her. I was like, okay, cool. We go and grab drinks. And she knows, she knows where I live now. My shop is on my property and I go home and she calls me and she was like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I just got into bed. She was like, okay, well, like, do you want to watch a movie or something? And I was like, yeah, sure. And she's like, okay, cool. Like, like, uh, I was like, yeah, I just need to like put pants on. And she goes, oh, don't worry about that. Come unlock your door. And so I unlock my door. She's there. Uh, we watch a movie. And your imagination can take you where it will on that. After that, we stay friends. She sees a couple of people off and on. Um, in between that, we kind of watch movies off and on. And um, watch movies. Yeah, you've never watched a movie before? Never in my life. Yeah, um, so we watch a we watch a couple of movies over over the course of our friendship, um, and for me, and she talked about it too, but this isn't her story. Um, for me, obviously, like I wanted to, obviously, I wanted to uh, to like, mm, I just enjoyed it. Like I was just happy to be there. Also, her ex-boyfriend hated me. He hated me so much with no explanation why. Um, and multiple people close to her. We have a mutual friend who's still one of my good friends. Um, we, we, I don't know. He just hated me. He hated me because I'm pretty. And so even to the point where, where she was hanging out in a group with uh, two of our friends, and me and her boyfriend was like, Oh, Devin's there. You need to leave. And she got, she got, uh, she got her food to go and left. It was super weird situation. So we go to like this, we went to a Jordan Davis concert. Um, and she's very like, she's not like goth, but she kind of has that vibe. If that makes sense. 
excuse me. And this girl shows up in Daisy Dukes, all tatted up, by the way. Daisy Dukes, shit kickers, a tank top, and a cowgirl hat. And I was like, what in the hell? She was like, oh, like, I thought you'd appreciate me trying. And I very vividly remember that. And then we went on this super cutesy date after the fair or after the concert to the to the county fair. This is so small town, it hurts. Uh, we went out to the county fair, had a great time, uh, drove her home, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, holy crap. I like went from this being like a small little crush to actually having some feelings. She admitted to having some feelings too, but she couldn't get over her ex. And I was like, yeah, that's okay. I got my issues too. No worries. Um, so I go to, I go to San Diego for the playoffs and this girl like texted me the whole time. I miss you so much. I can't wait to see you. Blah, blah, blah. I get back and she is back with her boyfriend and she tells me about it. And I was like, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life because this is all the things you said. She goes, yeah, I know. Like I was deciding. I was like, all right, cool. I'll be the adult here and I will make sure that we have no like issues because I, we genuinely did have a good friendship. There's going to be no issues, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to respect it. Um, and she goes, okay, cool. Like, I promise you, I promise you that I will not let him like block or I won't let him, uh, force me to block you or this or that or whatever. I'm like, great. It's like our secret. Cause we did keep things on the down low. It's, it's our secret, not a big deal. So she bartends downtown also. And me and her friend, Sydney, uh, went to a birthday party downtown. And so we stopped into her bar first. And I look at her and I was like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. She pours me a Jack and Coke and said, this one's on me. And I was like, uh, okay, cool. Thanks. Not thinking anything of it. And she goes, so my boyfriend asked if you and I hooked up. And I was like, did you tell him no? We just watched movies. And she was like, she was like, um, so anyways, like, he really fucking hates you. I was like, well, at least I gave him. Well, she told him the truth, I'm guessing. I just don't know why that needs to happen. Relationships are always built on lies. It doesn't matter. Um, and that's why you've God. never had a successful relationship. Hey, so Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Why we have content. Right? That's, yeah. Um, so I was just rattled. That ruined my night because I was perfectly content with being like a normal person and just being like, all right, cool. We're friends. No big deal. This blew so far out of proportion over the next four months that I am now telling it on this podcast. This is where it kind of gets insane. So I, I don't do Snapchat much anymore. Uh, most of it's to keep up with my younger siblings because they really like it. They won't send a text back, but if I Snapchat them, they're right back to me right away. Um, That's so weird. My cousins are like that too. Yeah. Is it like because my it young, says red on young, it? It's my is, younger cousins. I don't know. They're, they're like, 
Yeah, yeah. My brother's 22 and my sister's 19. 19, 20, something like that. I don't know. They're right around that age, too. Yeah, I think it's that age. I don't know. Like, I remember when Snapchat came out and we used it all the time and we were really shady. And then, Yeah, and yeah. I, it I it used to basically Snapchat. be a cheating app and now it's just yeah. like, eh. well, So. I don't so, do that. I don't have the opportunities. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I've never cheated. I never will. Um, the uh, So I go and I look at something and I swipe over to stories and she's in the in subscriptions again and I was like this bitch she told me that she would not do this like very specifically said I will not like let this happen See, at that point I would have just blocked her like on everything just I deal with the drama of that. I stopped going into my favorite bar um I stopped like and it made it easier because I moved across town so but I still plow their snow and I still spray their uh, chemicals like to keep weeds down and blah, blah, blah. So I still have to go in there every now and again. And, uh, and they feed me when I plow snow. So I'm not going to not go in there and get free food. Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah. So I think I'm in there. Um, and, and she goes, Hey, so also fuck him. Uh, I'm going to say his name too. She's like, Hey, so Jr. By the way, what a douchey ass name. Like having an initial name as a guy is almost worse than having an unnecessary Y. Like, hey, my name's TJ and I'm 37. Like, no, fuck you, dude. Your name's Tyler. So anyways. It doesn't, who cares? It doesn't matter. This guy's (laughs) name is JR, but it's really Justin. Uh, What a stupid name. See, I told you. He's just coming out worse and worse. Like, you have told me things about him. And and this man, this man is 6'4", jacked. Like, he has... We know why she's dating him. He's 6'4". Oh, absolutely. I never one time thought that she should date me over him. So, just to be clear. Well, I've seen a picture of him. So, we'll get there. I mean, he's 6'4". Don't worry, Erica. We'll fucking get there. Uh, but I used to think he was super handsome, and so I'm like, okay, cool, like whatever. So you're the only one in this podcast that thinks he's super handsome. I'm one of two in this podcast. One of two. Are you like giving me a backhanded compliment? Anyways, don't. Yes, I am. I do that all the time. (laughs) Heart heart hands, the Demar Hamlin emoji. Um, God. (laughs) So. Let's let's get back on track because <laughs> this is how we run out of time on our free subscription to StreamYard. I know. Um, hope they don't listen to these. So I walk in and she goes, I'm so sorry. Like he made me delete you. And I was like, that's all right. Whatever. Like it is what it is. I kind of saw it coming, uh, especially when you told him that we hooked up. And I was like, did you tell him how many times? Because now I kind of want him to know how many times. (laughs) Like, I'm such an asshole. I hate that he hated me for no reason. And I absolutely love that I got the opportunity to give him a reason to hate me. So we, like, had this kind of awkward conversation. um, And her friend, Sydney, was there. She follows me on Twitter. Uh, She interacts with some of Padres' Twitter sometimes, but she's a big Mariners fan. So she she was there, 
I asked her afterwards, I was like, it was kind of awkward. Did I do anything wrong? She said, no, you handled that way better than I would have. I was like, awesome. Thank you. So we're, and again, I think that's super important because we're telling it from my perspective. Like we do need a little bit of other perspective in here to make it not sound like I'm just a jealous douchebag. So I mean, that's about half of it. I don't even think I'm that jealous. I was hurt. I hold my friends very, very closely. Like, like not to get too sentimental, but like I would do quite a bit of things for you and for like Laura and for even like, honestly, like quite a few people on Padres Twitter that I've met. And it's, it it just goes like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's my Zodiac sign or my Enneagram or whatever the fuck, but I hold my friends very, very closely. Um, and, and so like this, I, if somebody dumps me, I really don't give a shit. I mean, I do, but I don't, but when it comes down to losing a friend, especially one that you've invested so much time and effort in, like we're four years into this friendship. We hooked up for like two months, three months tops. Like, I just don't understand how you can overlook somebody and I guess maybe, but I I think I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't understand how you can overlook somebody that's done so many things right for so many years because it's never just it's always see that's the other thing like there was an agreement there that it was just watching a movie i'm sure i'm sure it was just an agreement and one of us held that agreement so anyways um i stopped going to the bar stopped talking to her like i wanted to be so respectful and even the the last text message that i sent her was probably november last year So we fast forward to last week and I go to, it's this place called Boston's for wing night every Wednesday. It's 50 cent wings. Um, And one of the waitresses is one of my friends. She hooks it up every time. So I'm not going to say her name and I'm not going to say the location, but Whenever somebody doesn't have a rewards phone number on their receipt on Wednesdays, she puts it in as my phone number. (laughs) That's cool of her. So by the time I get there after work and after working out and doing a few different things that I normally do, I usually get a Boston's 15, which is $15 off your order. So if you have 50 cent wings, you get 12 of them. That's a $6 tab. You have two drinks it's now a $20 tab and I pay five bucks for dinner get it we we can do math hey I don't know who this is this shit I just assume Avery, all well you know what dumb. Avery does not listen to this so you didn't need to do the math for us Thank you. <laughs> I don't know I think Blake does Avery. I know I said I think Blake does and I was calling Blake I was calling our friend Blake dumb it's okay I love you Blake yeah um Blake's not five. I just said he can't do basic math. Anyways, can we move on with the podcast? So <laughs> we uh, we ran into each other there. And I go there every Wednesday. It was super weird. I, she didn't say anything to me. 
but I'm super awkward. And so I didn't know if I should say hi or if I shouldn't. And uh, the wait, my waitress comes over and uh, I was like, hey, will you buy those two girls over there, a, you know, their next round on me? And she was like, yeah, totally. No problem. And then she goes over to him and goes, and Brie told me word for word. This is what she said. Hey, that cute guy at the end of the bar uh, wants to buy you guys a round. And she looks over. We laugh. She says, hi. She, she walked over to me and gave me a hug. And uh, we didn't really talk a bunch, but I'm kind of like, I keep to myself when I'm alone at a bar. So the next day, my truck is in the shop right next to, in a, like uh, a glass company getting a new windshield. It's in the shop right next to underdogs. I didn't see her car out front and I go in and I have a burger while I'm waiting for my truck to be done. She walks in late for her shift and it was super awkward the whole time. I went in there thinking that she wasn't working because her car wasn't out front and it was like 1130. If you're opening a bar, you're usually there at like 10 or 1030. Yeah. So I was like, shoot, okay. Like I tipped her a little bit extra. Didn't really say much. Just kind of watched TV until the, the glass company called me. And obviously ate, obviously had a drink. And so I, I leave and I was like, gosh, man, that's like twice in 24 hours. I really feel like I'm like pushing. I really feel like I'm pushing a boundary and, and I don't want to be that guy. And so I sent her a text. It was 1.12 p.m. So it was after I left the bar. And I said, hey, I want to make sure I'm a thousand percent respectful of you and your man. I wasn't intending to run into you last night or be at your bar today. I'm so sorry. Both were kind of a fluke thing. I'll make sure I stay away. I didn't want to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Um, this I motherfucker. Honestly, I honestly oh, don't ahead. think you should have. I don't think you should have apologized. It's not like you did it on purpose, you know? No, no. But I also didn't, like, I didn't want to sound like a stalker being like, hey, I didn't see your car out front, so I went in. You know, I just, it, it was all in good intention that I, like, specifically it, looked before I went in there. It's in good intention, but you definitely over... over Did I over... Yeah, over-nice the situation almost. Yeah, you over-nice the situation, and it was your boundary that you had put up, not Yeah, yeah, and to be clear, like, you can take a hint, right? Snapchat, gone. I hadn't tried to text her, so I don't know if she blocked me texting or not. Um, Obviously, she didn't, because this motherfucker, Justin. Let me tell you about, let me tell you about this, this... This 6'2 steroided up little bitch. Yeah, I have really strong feelings about him now. I didn't before. I have really strong feelings about him now. This man, this boy, cheated on Bree multiple times with a girl that he worked at a nightclub with in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Works at a nightclub? In Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. In Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Never heard of that place. Never heard of um, Idaho either. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, Kim Kardashian comes here sometimes. Hmm. Uh, one time, okay. uh, one time the crime dog came here for a golf tournament, and that was cool. 
Anyways. Happy for you you in your small town. Yeah, I got his autograph. No big deal. Um, He has a massive Coke problem. He, and I'm just outing him because I'm still a little bit mad. And that's, that's part of why they, they broke up. He cheated on a girl he was doing a bunch of Coke with, or cheated on her with a girl he was doing a bunch of Coke with, uh, that he worked with. Uh Okay. Pretty cut and dry. He was gaslighting her. He was, uh, emotionally and sometimes physically abusive. And I just really, I, I didn't like him obviously for those reasons, but those were all secondhand things that I found out after they broke up. Then he decides that he wants to get his real estate license because that's what every dumbass motherfucker does around here. And he gets his real estate license. And I decided to look up his real estate company on Facebook after he sent me this message that I'll read here shortly. He has sold one house in six months of working there. Because they post every time they sell a house, right? And then they'll say, these are the people that closed houses this month. Yay, go them. We're such a great company. You should buy a house from us. You know, and his name was on there one time in the six months he's worked there. So he sold one house in six months, still bartending at uh, the Beacon in downtown Portland. So, yeah, I really don't like this man. That's why I'm giving details. I can tell. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, you can see my face going. Sue me. Actually, don't. Um, he has no I, money. I don't didn't. He, yeah, I, uh, you won't get very much. Uh, so, Mister Mister Jr. sends me this message on Facebook. We're not friends, by the way. On Facebook, um, sends me this message on Facebook. Hey, man. So I think I've dealt with enough at this point. Just leave Brie alone. You don't need to send her a quote unquote, I'm sorry text. Just because you guys ran into each other yesterday and today. There's no need for that. If it was a fluke, then let it be and just move on. No need for extra motive. I was really pissed off at the, I think I've dealt with this enough at this point. Because number one, I've talked to you one time and it was about fantasy football. Number two, I was the one who set the boundaries of not texting her and not going into her bar and not really communicating with her at all. And I was the one who reached out and said, hey, I'm really sorry about this. I don't want to be disrespectful. So I sat on it for a minute. And then I decided that I was going to text him back. And I said, extra motive. I I know. I was so mad though. I was like, really? You sought me out to tell me you've dealt with enough of this at this point, sir. Dealt with what? Sir. Dealt with what? I didn't show up on your girlfriend's doorstep. She showed up on mine. After you left her. I've seen the shitty messages that you sent her. Like, I was with her when she bawled her eyes out multiple times after you sent her terrible text messages and and were wildly toxic beyond belief. While you were coked out of your mind, by the way. I said, extra motive, question mark. That text was sent out of respect for you, dude. 
Here's the text message. And our only communication since she told me you guys have been back together. You don't have a reason to talk to me, hate me, or even send me this text because I've been nothing but respectful and honoring to you. I stopped going to my favorite bar because of you. I stopped talking to one of my good friends twice now because of you. And I won't be around her or talk to her because of you. So if you have any issues with me, it's out of your own insecurities. Have a nice Thursday, my man. And I sent her a screenshot of the message I sent her. Because I also thought like, hey, here's proof I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. But very clearly he had already read it. I know. I just I just wanted to make sure that I didn't have anything to hide. Yeah. And so this is what made me really mad. He goes, I saw the text, man. I don't have insecurities. This is out of stop annoying Brie. Uh, annoying her. I haven't had any communication with her since November. Yeah. I'm tired of her bitching about it. Bitching about showing up on my doorstep? I don't know, man. I have no problem. And also don't blame, don't blame me for not going to your favorite bar or talking to your best friend. Sir, I didn't say best friend. That's on you, dude. I'm guessing maybe because it makes you uncomfortable that she's with me, question mark, or whatever the reason is. If you truly respected it, then there wouldn't be a sorry text and always an explanation. Makes sense? But hey, man, you have a good Thursday, too. Always an explanation. Always an explanation for what? I've talked to you one time about fantasy football. What's always an explanation? Always an explanation. You haven't talked to her in three months. Always an explanation for what. Um, also, my favorite thing is, is like, I'm guess when he says, uh, I'm guessing maybe it's because you're uncomfortable that she's with me. No. Sir. <laughs> I was not the one that put all of these restrictions on things. I was the one who set boundaries when she said she was with you because... I had slept with her at this point and I have done those things, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the uncomfortability. I think the only thing that I'm uncomfortable with is that I care about my friends and she went back with an abusive, abusive cokehead who thinks that combing his hair back and putting on a button up shirt makes him a real estate agent and successful. Congrats on your one $250,000 house. You sold my dude. Congrats. I hope those little bar bunnies tip you and your arms well. <laughs> All right. Yeah. See, what I'm most stuck on, though, is that she sent him that text message. I am, too. Um, I, I thought at first that she was dig- that he was digging through her phone, but she sent it. Well, so, the thing is, is, like, I got she- that text before I left the glass company, so I had to drive by the bar again and her car was there so it was like she definitely sent him that unless she like left a laptop open or something but even then he's a super successful real estate agent so he was probably showing houses and not not with uh with her computer you know so 
see, yeah, no, my thing is that she did this with the intention of starting drama. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, one of my friends even, actually, one of my friends. Reply? Did she even reply to your text? No, she didn't reply. Exactly. She did it with the, she sent it to him with the intention of starting drama. Yeah. So I guess I want to know if I'm the asshole or not. Did, did I cross a line by sending that text I, message? Or I don't did think you I... needed. Okay. My thing is, is that I don't think you needed to send the text message. So I think it was a little extra that you did. But I don't think you were the asshole for sending it. Okay. Is he the asshole for sending me that message instead of just letting absolutely. it die? Because if she never texted me back, I would have never thought about it again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I also think that she did that with intention. I think she's more the asshole in the situation than anybody. That's what um, that's what one of my buddies was saying. He's like, I honestly just can't get past the fact that she sent that to him. Yeah. No, I can't either. She she had a purpose. She did. Yeah. She wanted to start drama. Yeah. I can't get past that the waitress called me cute at Boston's. Okay, go hook up with the waitress now. I'm not only, doing that. Only if she has an unnecessary wine. Um, this couple sat next to me the other day, um, and then their third wheel was there also, and she was so freaking annoying. This this random girl, and I wanted to ask how to spell her name so bad. <laughs> so uh, bad. I feel like we unnecessarily bullied Jim Russell the other day. Did we? I am. I unnecessarily did. I felt like that when I said, "Oh, what did you do to bully Jim Russell?" I said, and "Why oh, was look, I?" I tagged you in it. I said, "Oh, look, Devin, an unnecessary why." Oh, about his girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're the worst. I yeah, yeah, you did. I am the worst. Hey, free advertisement. I I tried to plug our podcast in there, and I was like, shit, I don't have a link, and I don't know how to find a link. <laughs> <laughs> I I was gonna I was gonna shamelessly plug, plug I was gonna shamelessly plug our podcast. He that, follows me. He knows it. Again. You you really. I'm so mad at you. The first. <laughs> 10 minutes of this, the first 10 minutes of this podcast was really the best 10 minutes that we've ever had. I retold a story and it did not get the same reaction. And I'm really disappointed about it. I talked, oh my gosh. I talked about The Bachelor and Fire Country and and Bubba. I told a story about Bubba that nobody's going to hear now. Devin's a whore for The Bachelor. We already know that. They're all whores too. They're just rich. I don't watch a show I wouldn't know. Are they boys? Oh my god. Uh this girl named Maddie was on The Bachelor a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. And she's super religious and she flaunts the hell out of it. And wow. uh she posted she's so hot though. I like I cannot get over how attractive she is. Is this I'm the like, problematic one? Like, are people gonna roast you for this? No. And by the way, she spells her name with an I, which is even weirder. Like, she posts Bible verses once a day. Um, and she, like, constantly talked about how she was a virgin on the show. And she now talks about, now that she's married, she talks about how much sex they have constantly. <laughs> and I right. saw this. I saw this picture today of this dude 
And I swear to God, he looks like a less tattooed Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Like with no tattoos. I'm not, attra- and, I'm not attracted to Machine Gun Kelly. And he's, he's I, I will send you this picture later because it's going to make your jaw drop. And I might even post it. But everyone already know. Everyone already knows I like the thick boys. Awesome. Yeah, we know. Okay. No skinny. You didn't enough, know this? You gotta have enough muscle to get stabbed at a strip club. Which hey, fuck, I can't even wish. talk shit about strip clubs anymore. Would you get now you win. It was so bad. All right. Well All right. I don't have an am I the asshole today. I have Okay, a, perfect. A post. So I have a no stop. When you wait, I have on. a post. Hold on. When you listen to the show, tweet me about who's the asshole. Me, Bree, or JR. And don't be afraid to tell me it's me if I'm actually the asshole. You usually right. are. So you have a post. Okay. I have a post from Reddit. It's under relationship advice. Oh my God. God, my hair looks good. My 28 female dad, 66 male, told me he had a sex dream about me. Whoa. Oh, wow. Okay. We're doing this. I'm giving no detail other than her post right now. And then oh my god! I want your reaction. We're doing this, okay? We are. Holy last shit. week, last week, my dog needed to go to the emergency vet as she swallowed a dog toy. She's fine. Without a way to get there, I called my parents and asked my dad if he could pick us up and take us to the vet. My I'm dad so and I. Uncomfortable. I know. I know. That's how I felt when I was reading this. My dad and I have always had a comfortable, open-minded relationship. His relationship with my mom is not healthy at all. And that they are still married and living together, despite the awkward tension of 25 years of bitterness due to infidelity. Um, They haven't, like, father and son, I mean, father and daughter have an open-minded relationship? I guess. Okay. I'm thinking he's just, like, honest with her. Like, I think that's what she means. Like, they're honest with each other. Okay, that's better, I guess. Like, I'm not honest about everything in my life with my dad. But, I mean, we don't have these issues, so. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's for the best. (laughs) Good, good. Okay. My mom has never forgiven him, and I'm often caught in conversations they should really be having with each other, but I don't know how to tell them this. They clearly need therapy, but have refused. My mom is very insecure about me and my dad's relationship as a result of the past infidelity and the closeness we have always shared. I was like, that's so weird. It's his daughter. Like, why would you be uncomfortable with her, with his relationship? Yeah. yeah. I've always thought she was just projecting her insecurities onto us as my dad would never until tonight. I called my parents and my mom answered. I asked if dad could help take our dog to the vet hospital. As my mom doesn't particularly like driving, especially at night. He then texted me to ask for more information. Then he told me he had a very vivid dream about me last night that he really wants to tell me. Whoa, wait, whoa, hold on. Really wants to tell? Like, he really? Like, yeah, this is what it says. Oh, re- really? Uh, really hello. wants to tell it. Uh, I'm like <laughs> shaking like I just got the vaccine. Anyways. <laughs> oh, thanks, Pfizer. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. I asked if I died in the dream, and he said, no, it's a kind of dream I can't tell mom about. Important. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. 
important to note that I am on the spectrum and didn't think he would ever cross the line. When he came to the pick us up, autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. Okay. When he came to pick us up, I told him that my fiance was putting on pants and we'd be right out. This was followed by a disappointed, I guess I can't tell you about my dream then. He drove us to the vet, but we were way too early. My fiance got out of the car to ask the vet if we can wait inside, which my dad took the opportunity to tell me quickly about this vivid dream. Wait, how are you too early to the vet? I don't know. Especially when it's a like, vet. It's an vet. ER vet. They're always yeah. open. They might have had an appointment. Who knows? Okay. Might have called ahead. So he went in. He yeah. He her, went her in. Fiance, her fiance went into the uh-huh, the hospital. The, the vet. And her dad took the opportunity to tell her about the dream. He even made sure to shoulder check that my fiance was going inside. I won't go into details, but it was incredibly inappropriate and also involved my fiance. After settling down at home. With our very drug dog, I I absolutely told my fiancé about this incident, and he has been incredibly supportive. I'm just looking for some unbiased outsider input on how I should handle the situation. I see my mom at least once a week, and I know if I told her this, she would have an absolute out. My dad cannot afford to live on his own, and I think that's part of the reason they've stayed together all these past years. She kind of just, like, grazed over the wildly fucking yeah. inappropriate part. Can you oh, read that yeah. again just for, like... She just grazed over it. She He told her while the fiancé got out of the car. And all she said about it was it also involved her fiancé, and it was incredibly inappropriate. I need to know. I, I was so I was so uh, uncomfortable the entire time you were reading that. I was, like, waiting for vivid details. You yeah. said there were comments. No, I was too. There's comments. We'll get... I don't think she tells any details in the comments. But she... I, I'm just so uncomfortable. I'm so glad her fiance was there. Oh, like, me too. Ugh. Oh my god! Like he's I, okay. 68 years old too. Like 66. 66 years old. Why are you having? I, I. Oh my god! Ugh. I just. I. I can't read some comments. Holy shit. Okay, wait. I have plans to see my dad this Sunday and suggested we get dinner. This was all prior to the dream telling. He insisted on ordering takeout. My fiance has suggested we either pretend nothing happened and he'll just be present the whole time while my dad is here or cancel the dinner plans entirely. So the fiance knows about it? Yeah, fian- she told her fiance. Ultimately, he has left the choice to me, but I am conflicted. Hmm. Okay. I don't know what you do in that situation. Honestly, I don't either. I, that's creepy. I would just like that's so creepy, but also it like ruins that man's life, but also like should it? You know what I mean? Like I feel like it kind of should, but it kind of shouldn't. I I don't know. I don't have like, an opinion on like it other than I'm so creeped out I, right now. I would go no contact with my dad. And then really? I would tell my mom. But would you? Oh, okay. Yeah, I would tell my mom. I tell my mom everything. <laughs> she said she would never listen to our shitty podcast, by the way. Oh, dude. My mom asked for a link and I told her no. She's like, <laughs> oh, well, I'll look up your name. I'm like, fucking do it. It's not on there. It's not on your name. <laughs> so right. here is a comment. Here's the very first comment. He is not my bi- my biological father. Oh, shit. Why? Okay, pause. Why is that even weirder to me? Like that's straight. 
pedi- not pedophilia. But he has not shit. he has not known her as a minor. So he's only known her as okay. a Okay. That is weirder in also an entire porn category. But that's weird. It's super popular. So my I, don't, whole thing, I don't know. I don't know. She said okay, that's, my whole thing is that she says that he hasn't known her as a minor, but her him and her mom have been together for twenty five years. She's twenty two. She's twenty eight. She's twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. So. So he, she, like, he had to have known her as a minor. Huh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Next. I I feel less bad about it, but I still feel really creeped out. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, at first I was like, "Oh my god, it's worse that it's not her dad." And then I'm like, "Wait, no, that's better." <laughs> my brain's fucked up. I'm trying um, to find more comments because I I don't know. Oh my it, god. No 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 no. Okay, I found another comment. I get it. You he get has it? been with I get it. He has okay. been with my mom for forty years. I was adopted in my teens. The cheating predates me entering the picture. So she was adopted. But this is even weirder, ped- but also it's less still weird. Pedophilia. It's still pedophilia because he knew her as a teenager. It- I I like, I want to know that I'm creeped out so much by this, but is it? Is it pedophilia? It's. I mean, he's known her since she was in her teens. It's creepy. Any. I don't know. Why do you need to tell her? <laughs> like, just, I would tell. just like you fucking creep. Enjoy your dream in private. And it doesn't sound like she likes her mom all that much either. Well, she's adopted. She's got other issues there as well as... I, I mean, I would just assume um, being adopted doesn't mean you have issues, but, like, a lot of times adopted families don't understand therapy and, like, how all that works. Yeah. At least from statistically speaking. I don't know, man. I am so creeped out by this whole story. I am, too. I'm trying to find more more comments. She has a few more. Morgan Wallen's releasing a 36-song album on March 3rd, and I I really can't wait for it. I've thought about it all day. Okay, so she said, now that he's crossed this line, I'm considering things he said in the past, and I've lost sight of whether they were supportive dad things or creepy flirting. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's absolutely fair. Um, she crossed, or He crossed the line of being a supportive dad to them being a creep. So, so none of the comments say what the dream was about. I want to know so bad. I want to know so bad. I'm, I like, like, I feel like I need to know in the worst possible way because I, feel like I, I just need to know how much I hate this man. <laughs> like, I, I, I we would throw hate him regardless. Just hate no, him. we, we hate still him, still but like, do we, someone do we hate him like we talking. hate JR or do we hate him like we hate? Um, uh, Can we give a person that like, <laughs> I actually know? Uh, sorry, Dave just tweeted back at me after I talked shit about you on Twitter while you were reading the story. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, do we hate him like we hate JR or do we hate him like we hate pedophiles? You know? So, like, how much of a pedophile is he? Yeah, it, it all depends on if it started when she was a teenager. Like what I think so. It also depends on how graphic you how graphic he went into on the story. I think. 
I think that, and I think. If he was like, oh yeah, we hooked up in my dream. Sorry about it. Like that's so different. I don't know what, I don't know why you need to tell people that you had sex dreams about them. Sex dreams all the time. I don't tell the people who's in them. Well, yeah. You're never. Really. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was going to be the next question. (laughs) I was literally in the middle of saying, yeah, that would make our friendship really awkward. Well, yeah, they were about you, but they're not. Okay. Fine. Usually I have sex dreams about Tati, so. Dude, me fucking too. Look at that man. Yeah. I told one of my gay friends that, uh, by the way, he hypes me up so much. He hits on me all the time and I fucking love it. Anyways, I told one of my gay friends, his name's Josh. Uh, I told one of my gay friends that I was going to take him to a Mariners Padres game. And he was like, why? And I was like, so that we can gawk over Manny Machado's ass together. He was like, oh my God, that'd be the best day (laughs) of my life. (laughs) I was like, yeah, dude, we'll get third base side tickets so that we watch Manny play and their and their uh uh the bullpen in seattle is open to everybody oh it is Um, yeah and they put the they put the visitors right up top next to the bar on purpose so like there's like a a staircase in left field that takes you to like the the main concourse the lower concourse in seattle is all open so they sell the greatest vodka lemonades and uh I need one of them. The visitors, the visitors clubhouse, or I'm sorry, the visitors bullpen is right, uh, right where you like lean over the railing and hold your drink, if that makes sense, so that they can get heckled. But everybody in Seattle that is mean doesn't go to those games. They're like super nice fans. So um, you need meaner fans. I was mean to Alex. Oh man, I. <laughs> I have been such a dick to Mariners fans over the years. The the game that Tatis in 2019, the game that Tatis hit the back wall of Safeco, it was called at the time. He hit the back wall uh, in left field in the upper deck, like kind of close to the shot he hit in Dodger Stadium. Yeah. And, and I talked – I think I have it on video somewhere – I've talked shit to every single person that would acknowledge me in my section. <laughs> I was like, that's right, motherfuckers. You'll never have a talent like this here. You know why? Because it's cold and it sucks. <laughs> and there's homeless people outside the state. All like San Diego things. Minus well, just cold. like San Diego. Like, yeah. And I'm like, nobody wants to hit here except for Tati's. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, and then and then two years later they get J Rod. <laughs> I remember um, last season. It was one of the first. It was the first Dodger series, and it was um, I know I was like, can you not, Bubba? I well, you can barely see him. Oh, um, but it was the first Dodger series, and we lost two out of three of those games. Uh-huh. Well. One of those games, I was sitting next to the bullpen. The one oh, that we no. won. The one that we won. And I kept oh, looking no. back. We were winning 2-0. And so I just held up a pizza. And they all and the Dodgers bullpen thought I was like being nice to them. They all got all excited like this. Back to, gave me a piece time back. And then I'm like, oh. Jeez. <laughs> the I, uh... whole game. I'm just like this. 
And then when we finally won, we won 3-2. And I was too excited to talk shit. So then I was like, yeah, we won. So then I didn't talk shit. And I regret so, it. <laughs> I went with Laura to, I think it was the game where I first met you at, too. Yeah, it was. It was. The White Sox game. Yeah, where we sat out by the bullpen. Well, the reason we called you to sit with you was that uh, a White Sox fan did not like me constantly talking about Manny Machado's ass. And he tried to fight me in the first inning of the game. So I think it was like (laughs) two or three to nothing, like in the first. And I was like, uh, I loved Fever Pitch. And we got to wrap it up. But I love Fever Pitch. And one of the lines in Fever Pitch is, Johnny Damon, he's got the nicest ass in the league. And so every time Manny, <laughs> every time Manny homers in uh, in person, I yell, Manny Machado, he's got the nicest ass in the league. And so that's my favorite. And this guy got so mad, he was willing to fight me. I think they should have stopped serving him those mic Right for real, Cutwaters fucked me up. I didn't have. Oh, any I'm at talking that point about. I'm talking about the blended, the blended mindset. Oh, so that's so fair better. too. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening. We gotta wrap it up, otherwise, otherwise, we gotta start paying per minute. So, fuck it. Sorry we'll, uh, that I deleted 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm not happy about it. But hey, we talked about more of Manny Machado and his ass. Yeah. See you guys all later. Right.